Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode six of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I am really excited about today as we're talking about the power of Pinterest and it's my absolute favorite channel for product businesses and it's also the most misunderstood. So I am really excited to give you the truth behind Pinterest how it can work for your business, some of the data behind the power, and then a few step-by-step easy things that you can do to get started today for your product business. Okay, grab your coffee, grab your wine. It's going to be a good one. So to start this episode off, I I just want to start off by addressing a few objections that I get when it comes to Pinterest. So I've been using Pinterest for about five plus years for e-commerce businesses um, in my client work with my own product business. So I really have seen the power behind Pinterest and what it can do for a business. So what I find is that when I start talking about Pinterest to subscription box owners, uh, e-commerce owners, you know, shops on um, Etsy, Shopify, I get objections all the time. Uh, It's the same objections that I hear over and over again. So I want to address those just because, again, I think part of the problem with Pinterest is that people really misunderstand the platform and what it actually can do for you. So what I find is that when I talk about Pinterest, I get the same few statements all the time, every single time. So they say, I don't understand how Pinterest can work for a business. I use Pinterest. I don't have a, I don't have a business page, but I use it for personal uses, you know, to save cake recipes and to save uh, sangria recipes and to do meal prep planning and things like that. Or, you know, I use Pinterest if I'm planning a party and I want, you know, home decor and things like that. So I think part of the issue is that people just associate Pinterest with being this visual platform, but for personal uses only. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. So I wanted to kind of address that because I think in order to believe that Pinterest will work for you and and to make the investment of your time, you also have to understand uh, why you should be using it and the power behind it. So I'm going to start this episode off by saying one thing. If you have an e-commerce store, again, an Etsy store, a Shopify business, a subscription box business on CrateJoy, a business on BigCommerce, if you're selling any online products and you're targeting a female audience, So if your ideal customer is female, 20s to 50s, then Pinterest is for you. The demographic that makes up the majority of users for Pinterest is female. It is a female-dominated platform, and I'm going to dive into some of the power behind it, um, the demographics of people that are using it, why you need to use it for your business, and things like that. But I wanted to kind of start off with 
a, a few bits of information about Pinterest and just the power behind it and why you really need to be using it for your business. Okay. So let's start off by saying, what is Pinterest? So Pinterest is technically a social media platform. And we're going to get into a little bit of that because I don't call it a social media platform. I call it something else. So it is a social media platform that lets users also known as pinners save pins that contain links, descriptions, images. They pop those on different boards on their Pinterest account. And they will either refer back to them for later use or use them today. So Pinterest is really designed to store ideas, inspiration, um, photos in a way that other channels cannot do. So you want to think of Pinterest as kind of a visual catalog or a magazine. So if you're looking through a magazine, different pages have different bits of information. And that's how Pinterest is. So that's kind of a bit of a techie way to describe Pinterest, but here's really the, the real scoop behind Pinterest and why you really need to care. So the biggest thing is that Pinterest is a 100% a visual platform. So it's the easiest way, the easiest way to showcase your products online. People are scrolling through, you know, you can show your lifestyle photos, you can show your products being used in real life, you can show your like standard product photos on a white background. Um, it's You have the power to showcase all these different angles of your images and your products. Um, and this really helps to bring build your brand awareness and just showcase all of your products on one platform. And then the biggest misconception about Pinterest is, again, it's considered a social media platform, but in reality, it's actually a search engine. So it is really not social media. When we think of social media, we think of Instagram, Facebook. These are all like connection and, and engagement platforms. Um, Pinterest is not like that. Pinterest is a visual search engine. So Pinterest is more like Google and less like Instagram or Facebook. So if you start to think about Pinterest as a search engine, just like Google, then you'll understand a little bit more about the power behind it and why you can be using it for your business and really how it can help you. So I think that's the biggest thing that I want you to take away from this episode is to start to rethink how you actually think of Pinterest. It's not a platform as a business owner. Pinterest is not a platform for you to be saving your cake in, you know, cake recipes and, you know, um, I don't know, all like the DIY house stuff that you might want to do, getting ideas on, you know, farmhouse, home decor. That's not how you need to look at Pinterest today. I want you to think of Pinterest as Google. And so when people go onto Pinterest and they search for something, the same thing that they do with Google. Think about yourself when you use Google. You go to Google and you're not just, you know, you're not just scrolling through the page. You have an actual you're looking for information, you're looking for an idea, you're looking for inspiration on something, you're trying to find a product or a service or some sort of a fact, right? So you might go into Google and search for, let's say, for example, um, you know, you wouldn't just put pizza, right? You would put pizza near me, pizza delivery, pizza recipes, um, I don't know, gluten-free pizza crust dough recipes. Like you are searching for something very specific and that's how people use Pinterest. They go on Pinterest, they're searching for something super specific. And so we're going to talk about kind of what you can do to get your pins to show up in front of people. But that's how I want you to rethink and reshift your ideas about Pinterest. It is a search engine. Pinterest will match your pins to what people are searching for as long as you put the right strategies in. So moving forward, I don't want you to think of Pinterest as this, you know, 
place to, to host your cake recipes and your meal planning. I want you to think of it as a Google, more like Google, less like Instagram. It's a visual search engine and it's meant to match your pins, your content, your products with people that are on Pinterest searching for that product or keyword or idea. So we'll go into that in a little bit. Um, But now I want to just kind of remind you why you need to care about Pinterest. Like, why should you care? I know there's all different platforms. You know, you're already doing all the things on Instagram. You're spending a lot of time on Instagram and you're maybe not getting a lot of return. You're also posting stuff on maybe TikTok and you're adding stuff on Facebook. And then you're spending all this time on Instagram doing Instagram reels and you don't really know where to spend your time. Um, But I want to kind of remind you on why you need to care about Pinterest and why you need to be investing your time on this platform. So the biggest takeaway is Pinterest is where decisions are happening. So around 90% of people say that Pinterest helps them decide what to purchase. 78% of people say it's useful to see content from brands on Pinterest. 66% say they buy something after seeing a brand's pins. So again, Pinterest is a visual search engine. Pinterest is also completely, completely transforming their platform, and it is becoming a more shoppable platform. So if you have a Shopify store, if you have an Etsy store, if you sell physical products online, Pinterest is moving towards a place where they are trying to promote your stuff to users. So it is a great time for you to be moving on to Pinterest today before everyone else realizes the power and then it's just sort of too late. So I also want to give you a few more stats because, again, I think the statistics will help you really understand the power behind the platform and, like, again, why you need to be on it. You can get to get on it today. So um, Pinterest has around 250 million active users. People are more likely to buy products they stumble upon on Pinterest organically. Again, I use the word organically because organically means free. You don't have to do anything. Um, because people go to Pinterest and they're searching for things, right? They're not scrolling through. They're usually on there searching for something specific. So that gives you an opportunity for your products, your photos, your blog content to show up on that feed. One of my favorite parts of Pinterest is that people aren't on there searching for brands. So they are searching for non-brand items. So for example, if you are a, I'm going to use a dog toy company because that was my old subscription box business. It was a dog subscription box. And so the examples I have are always going to be, um, dog related. Cause that's just what pops into my head automatically. So say you are a, uh, let's say a dog toy company. Um, you sell plush dog toys, you sell rubber dog toys, you sell rubber balls, like you sell different items, right? So on Pinterest, people will show up They're not going to be going into the search bar and searching for, you know, patchwork pet dog toys. They're not going to be searching for zippy paw dog toys. They're going to go into Pinterest and they're going to search for dog toys, plush dog toys, durable dog toys, um, rubber dog toys. Like they search for items. They don't search for brands. So again, this gives you the opportunity. If you use Pinterest the right way and people are searching for products that you sell, you have the opportunity to show up on that first page. And again, if someone's looking for a dog toy and you have great images, you have great product images, you have great lifestyle images, you're creating blog content, 
your stuff is going to show up. So I need you to really, really understand that part because that's the part that people don't quite get. It takes, it's, I think it's because we've always used Pinterest as this, like, again, like you save ideas and inspiration for future references. You don't think of it as a shoppable platform, but it is, and it's becoming more and more shoppable. So I really need you to to understand that part. Okay. Um, The other part that I want to also just make a little bit more clear are the people that are using Pinterest. So I talked about this at the very beginning. If you are targeting a female audience, then Pinterest is for you. It is like no matter what you might think, oh, you know, my products wouldn't be good on Pinterest. They they will be. If you're targeting females, then you've got to get your butt on Pinterest today. Like literally after this podcast, go and sign up for a business account. Just get started. I promise you, you will thank me in six months. Okay. So the people that are using Pinterest, they are around about 80 percent plus a female demographic. Um, and here's the best part is that people that are using Pinterest, uh, there's lots of data around this, but I pulled a couple stats from Pinterest. Essentially around 50% of Pinterest users reside in households that make over 50 to 75,000, um, per year of salary. Um, there's around 20% that have household incomes of 125,000 or more. So again, the people that are using Pinterest have more disposable income to spend on products. So I think that's a really important part that, you know, not only is it a female audience, but it's a female audience that has more disposable income to spend on your products. So I need you to also understand that because when you understand the audience behind a platform and who's using it and how you can target those people, it makes it much more tangible. Like you feel like, okay, yeah, this is a great place for me to be spending my time and selling my products. Okay. So those are some great stats on Pinterest. And again, like why you should care, why you need to be using the platform and kind of the power behind it. And then I just want to give you like a really quick example of, you know, a case study of one of my clients who I've been doing work for, for the past year and a half. It's a dog toy company. And I just want to show you this because the proof is really in the Pinterest analytics. And if you guys know me at all, you know, I love my analytics. I love Google analytics. I love Shopify analytics. Just give me the data and I can show you the power behind a platform. So the biggest thing is this is, you know, you have to also look at your analytics to know where your platforms are working and how they're working for you. So one of the clients that I have, again, it's a dog toy company. I've been doing work for them for about a year and a half. And I started their Pinterest page a little more than a year ago. So it wasn't quite a year ago. It was a little bit more, I want to say maybe in July or August of 2019. So today, Pinterest is their number one channel for all their social traffic. So 80%, 83% of their social traffic, so Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever, any platforms that they're on, 83% of their traffic comes from Pinterest. So I just want you to really understand that because that's a huge amount of traffic. Um, This company has more organic traffic, which also is attributed to their blogging, their content strategy, um, Pinterest. So Pinterest will help you show up on Google, but um, traffic directly from Pinterest is 83% of their social traffic, which is pretty huge. And then some data and stats for them. They're getting 410,000 monthly viewers. And I want you to also understand that this takes time. You're not going to start Pinterest tomorrow 
and get 400,000 monthly viewers. That took us a year. That took us more than a year to get to. And now it's consistent. We have our consistent routine. And again, we're getting them almost a half a million monthly viewers by, you know, not not a ton of work. You know, it, it is work. I'm not going to say it's not work, but it isn't like you spend 20 hours a week on this platform. It's a few hours per week. So they're getting around almost a half a million monthly viewers. And this is the part that I really want you to understand. When you're thinking about how you're driving traffic to your storefront, more targeted traffic that you drive will equal more sales to your shop. That is a fact. If you are driving targeted traffic and you have an average conversion rate of, let's say, 2%, 1%, 3%, whatever your conversion rate is, you will get more sales. That, that is a fact. So the more traffic that you can drive to your store will get you more sales. So I really need you to understand that because I also feel like website traffic is something that's confusing to people. And you need to understand where your traffic is coming from. And that helps you to really understand where to put your time and your energy. So if you're getting a lot of traffic from Pinterest, then you know you want to double down on that. So anyway, so here's the thing that I really want you to understand is they're getting a half a million monthly viewers every single month. And here's the best part. It is bringing over 4,000 website visitors from Pinterest to their website every single month, 4,000 people. So imagine your own business. If you had 4,000 people coming to your website or your blog from one platform by doing a few hours of work per week, that is the power behind Pinterest. And again, I want you to realize that that did take time. It didn't, you know, Pinterest is a search engine. It takes time to be effective for you. But I want you to really see the power behind that because that can also happen to you. We're not doing any special thing here. We're doing the standard Pinterest strategy. So um, I just want to give you a little case study because, again, um, Pinterest is not about followers. It, you know, they, you do follow people on Pinterest, but the value behind the account isn't equated to that. Um, this account that I'm referring to, they have 400 followers. That's it. And they're getting a half a million monthly viewers and 4,000 people to their website. So you can kind of understand that followers and likes don't matter here, which is great. I like to say that Pinterest is the greatest platform for introverts. <laughs> like you don't have to show your face. You don't have to, you know, show up on live video. It's, it's, it's amazing. So anyway, that's kind of the um, power and proof behind how Pinterest can work. And then now we're going to kind of get into just briefly a little bit on <clears throat> how you can use Pinterest and how you can use it for Shopify and how to set up the Shopify app. So um, Pinterest will work for any product business. I am referring today specifically to any Shopify store because Shopify has a lot of powerful things. I love, if you guys know me, again, you know I am obsessed with Shopify. It's so powerful. I love the apps. It is great analytics. You know, it's it's just amazing. So um we're going to be talking right now about Shopify and how to use it for Pinterest. So if you have a Shopify store, here's what you have to do to get started with Pinterest. The first thing, so step one, is you want to create your Pinterest business account. This is really important. It will not work for you if you are using a personal account. So if you don't have a business account or you have a personal account, but you've started to like transition it into your business account, Unless you have a huge engaged audience already, I would literally start over. Start a new business account with Pinterest 
super easy. It will take you five minutes. Just start fresh. So step one, again, to remind you, create a business account. It has to be a business account. Step two, go into your Shopify account in your dashboard and go to the sales channel. If you go to the sales channel, you can add Pinterest as a sales channel. It's literally that easy. You go in there, you add it, you connect your Pinterest account, and you're done. So what I did for my client was I installed the Pinterest app. So there's also a Pinterest app from Shopify. So that's what I did for them is I went into Pinterest. I added the Shopify app. It's in the application, you know, the apps store. So you can just go in there and search it. And basically they do the same thing, but whether you add it as a sales channel or the app, but basically what happens is this is like the secret sauce behind it is when you install this app or you add it as a sales channel, it installs the Pinterest conversion tag. So this is really important to be aware of because it's kind of like if you have Facebook and you're using the Facebook pixel, it basically does the same type of thing. It's going to track who goes to your website, what people are clicking on, what people are buying. And then, of course, if you want to run ads, you can do that as well. And the great thing about Pinterest ads is that they're way more affordable than Facebook. And you do have less targeting ability, I would say that. But you can still run um, really affordable ads. Like one of my clients, we do about $20 a month. I mean, it's it's almost nothing, $20 a month. And, you know, it drives a lot of traffic. So you can um, bump up your traffic and visibility if you do run ads and they can be very, very low budget. The great thing about Pinterest ads too is that they're much less complicated than Facebook. I feel like Facebook ads are the most <laughs> so complicated and I'm a marketing person. So for people that are not marketing people, I think Facebook ads must feel like just a different language or something. So um, Pinterest is a lot easier. Like you can, you know, do a, a couple tutorials online and probably figure out how you can just set up an ad campaign pretty easily. So um, that's really how you can set up your Pinterest and Shopify together. And then the greatest thing for this is that once you do that, once you add the Shopify sales channel, Shopify will basically take your entire product collections and they push that into your Pinterest. So now if you go on your Pinterest page, you will have an actual shop page. So people can literally go to your account and the shop page will actually show up first. So it'll show all of your different products on that page and um, people can just buy from you. So it's really incredible. It's really powerful. And as I mentioned, Pinterest is really moving towards being a shoppable platform. And so right now, e-commerce, subscription box shops, um, Etsy stores, they're all getting preference with content. Um, I see my my own e-commerce client, like their account has just is skyrocketing. Every week we get more and more traffic, more visibility, um, more clicks. And so I do think that if you have a Shopify store or a subscription box, it is a great time for you to get your butt on Pinterest today. Okay, so now that we know the power behind Pinterest, why you need to be using it, how to set up your Pinterest and Shopify accounts, now we can get into how to actually use the platform. Because I will say, Pinterest is not just about posting a random photo and then hoping you get likes and comments. It's a totally different game here. Pinterest is a search engine. So you have to treat it like a search engine, just like you would with Google. 
So again, to get started, the first thing that you want to do is you want to start your business account, which you've already done because you have connected your Shopify app. The second thing, keyword research. Keywords are the absolute secret sauce behind Pinterest and how it works. Again, when you're thinking of Google, people are searching for something specific. They're not searching for pizza. They're searching for, you know, gluten-free pizza dough recipe. They're searching for, you know, pizza delivery, Gig Harbor, Washington. Like they're searching for specific things. And so for you, for your content to show up on Pinterest, when people are searching for something related to your service or product, you have to have those keywords already infused in your account. So um, again, just to repeat, keywords are the secret sauce to leveraging Pinterest, which is a powerful search engine. (laughs) So I need you to also remember that. So that's, I think I've already given you a few things that I said, you have to remember this. This is one of those other ones. You have to think of Pinterest as a search engine and search engines are fueled by keywords. That's, that's just a fact. And if you want to learn more about Pinterest and SEO, just start reading some articles on SEO. So SEO is search engine optimization. That's something that I'm very passionate about. And I cannot wait to do some episodes in the future on SEO, but for now, Take a few minutes and actually look up SEO and just read a little bit about how it works and it will help you to understand how Pinterest works better. Okay, so keywords. So by using keywords, you're able to really target your customers by using words they are already searching for to find your product, service, your blog, etc. So you want to add keywords to your Pinterest profile. So like Instagram, you know, you have your photo, you have your bio, same with Pinterest. Um, the bio is much shorter, but you want to add in keywords in there. So for example, for example, if you sell dog toys, right? The keywords, dog toys, plush dog toys, gifts for dogs, gifts for dog moms, they should all be infused in your profile, in your bio and in, in your pins, which we'll talk about really briefly in a sec. So it's really important that you add those keywords to your bio because the bio on Pinterest and the, the your name on Pinterest is all searchable. So you want to be a bit creative on how you sh- structure your profile, but just understand that those things are all searchable. So if you want your stuff to show up, you have to infuse those keywords for your business. Okay. The next step. So step number three, how to do keyword research. So you might say, okay, I have to do keywords. Great. But how do I do that? So there is a few ways that you can do some simple, easy keyword research without having to pay for platforms and things like that. So the easiest way, there's two ways inside of Pinterest that you can do your own keyword research to get keywords for your products and for your Pinterest page. So if you go over to the search bar in Pinterest and start to type something in and you'll start to see populated fields underneath, it either shows up as little colored blocks or it shows up as like a drop down, just like Google. So if you go in there and search for dog toys, you'll get a drop down of all different search terms. And those are basically things that people are already searching for. Pinterest is telling you what people are searching for. So you want to take those bits of keywords and then plop those into your profile. So again, if you sell dog toys, your profile might be, you know, we make plus dog toys for trendy dog moms, something like that, like something that people would be searching for. And you always want to think, what is my ideal customer searching for? That's really important. Okay. The next thing in Pinterest is if you actually open up Pinterest ads, so you actually want to open up the ads part of Pinterest on your account 
And if you scroll, you you have to make a couple clicks, but if you scroll down, there's going to be a place that says add keywords. And it's basically, this is kind of this inside secret that a lot of people don't know about. But basically, if you go into that section where it says add keywords, it'll give you a list of relevant keywords for your topic. So again, if you have, if you put in dog toys, it will give you a whole slew of things that people are searching for and what the monthly search is. So again, I don't want to overcomplicate this. We're already, um, I've already been talking quite a bit, so I have to um, tone it down. I will be doing a lot more episodes on Pinterest and like, you know, one episode will be on how to do keyword research. So I'm going to really dive into this topic more because it is very complex, but it's so powerful. And I do firmly believe that if you have a product business, you have to be on Pinterest. It will just, it'll bring you so much traffic and and so much revenue and ideal customers. Okay. So you want to go to that section within Pinterest ads and just click the ad keywords and you'll get a bunch of keywords that you can pull from and then you can start a keyword bank. So I recommend opening up a Google drive and having a list of keywords that relate to your service or your products and just keeping them in there. And then as you're creating pins and as you're creating boards, you can always go back to your keyword list and like plop those keywords in. And then some other places where you can do keyword research. My favorite is my absolute favorite is Google Keyword Planner. It is free. You have to have a Google ads um, set up. You don't you do not have to pay. All you have to do is set up Google AdWords for your business. You know, you have to add, I believe you have to add a credit card. Um, You have to set up a couple things, but you do not have to pay for anything that gives you access to Google keyword planner. And same as I just told you with Pinterest, you plug in a couple words and it gives you so much information and it's for free. And then the last one is Uber suggest. So I've used that a bunch of times. My other option is SEM rush, which is a paid channel. It is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, it is gives you so much great information, but it, it's, it is a little bit expensive. So I'm not really going to talk about that too much on here, but I just want to give you some free options for today. Okay. So now, you know, you need to have a business account. You have to do your keyword research. Now you know how to do keyword research. Next up is quickly how to optimize your profile. So again, you have your keywords, use a few of those. You want to make your profile. So it really attracts and aligns your ideal customer and make sure that they can find you. So again, if you sell dog toys, you want to include the word dog toys in your profile. That's just sort of a given, but you have to add some keywords into that because that's how people are going to find you. And then once they find you, that's going to get them to want to click on your account. And then you want to add a picture of you. So you can either do a picture of you or your logo. I think either one is fine. I actually prefer when people have a picture of a person because it just personalizes your account more and humanizes it more. Because again, Pinterest isn't about, you know, commenting, likes, engagement. It's nothing to do with that. It's a simple search engine. It matches with some what someone is searching for. It matches a piece of content to that person, which could be yours. So it's not really about engaging with people, but I do think having a, a picture of you on your profile just kind of humanizes it a little bit more. So I think you can do either one, whatever you're comfortable with. A logo is also fine too. The next step is creating your board. So this is what I get the most questions on from people that I work with. They just have no idea what boards to create. 
It's very confusing. So here's kind of a simplified version of this. Think of your Pinterest as a magazine or a visual catalog for your store. Your boards would be your categories of content or products. So your board should always be different areas of content that really either help your ideal customer, give them information, or really showcase around your products. So you want to kind of, and I'll give you an example of, of what this might look like, but you want to start really small. If you're just starting off, I would say do one to 10 boards and the main bulk of your board should be around the content for your business. So if you sell dog toys, here are a few ideas for boards that would be good for your business, right? So you could have a, a board on, let's say, um, golden doodles. You sell dog toys. You're trying to target a few different types of dog breeds. Then you would have a board for golden doodles or French bulldogs or golden retrievers. You might have a board on DIY dog treats. So you've already established that, you know, your ideal customer is someone that has a golden doodle or has a French bulldog. They may be very interested in making their own dog treats. So again, that's something that you could create blog content for. So Pinterest has to also go back to what content you create, which I'll talk about next. But you just want to think of your boards as places where you could put different pieces of content as categories. You might have a board on like dog people gift guides. You know, if you create some gift guides for holidays or for Mother's Day or for Valentine's Day, you could put things like that there. And then you could put something around, you, you know, dog toys. So you would have a board for your dog toys. That would be only your content. Then you might have, you know, something else for the holidays or something really trendy. So Pinterest is all about trendy stuff, but also your content. You have to kind of be very creative, but it relates to what who you're targeting. You want to really drill into your ideal customer and what they care about. And then you create content on your own platforms, your blog, your podcast, your YouTube channel. You create content that people that your ideal customer cares about. And then you create pins that will drive people to your content. That's kind of the like the backbone of how Pinterest works. You're always trying to drive traffic to your platforms and then you convert them via your email list or your opt-ins or you retarget them with Facebook ads. So that's kind of the secret sauce and power behind how Pinterest works. But the boards, you just want to just don't overthink it. Think of them as just categories. That's it. The next step is creating pins. So again, um, I'm going to give you the really simplified version of this today. Uh, do it. Do the best you can with pins. Um, you want the biggest thing for pins is you want to have fresh new pins. So if you have new blogs that you create twice a month, then you want to create pins for those blogs. If you create, if you have um, your products, you have say you, it's a holiday season and you got a bunch of new amazing holiday um, pictures from people, you can add those and create um, pins for those. And you can attach your product link to that. So lots of different things you can do here. I want to keep it super simple because again, I can do a whole hour long episode on just on how to create pins. So I just want to give you the really quick overview on this, but you don't want to overthink it. You want to create a couple pins, you know, as many as you can per day. If you can only do two pins per day, then that's fine. That's what you do. You can batch them weekly. That's what I recommend. You spend one hour, two hours per week. You batch, make your pins. You can make them in Canva, which is my favorite tool. Um, that's what I do all of my pin graphics in Canva. And then I use uh, Tailwind to schedule everything out. So Tailwind is an app that I'll be talking about in a second. But basically create the pin graphics in, in Canva. Use big fonts, 
make it bold. You have to make your pins really stand out because most of your users will be from mobile. And so it's really important that you make your colors contrast. So your text stands out. Pinterest is a visual platform. Images have to be good. That's a given, but you also want to make your text really pop which you can do by colors and size. Don't do this crazy script font that people can't read. I see this a lot on Pinterest and it drives me crazy because um, you think your pins look really pretty, but in fact, they're they're not going to convert. If people cannot read your pins on a mobile phone when they're scrolling through, people will not stop and click on your pin. So stop using crazy script font that looks pretty to you, but you, know, you can't read it. Don't put like really, really light background color and then white text over it. Again, it doesn't have to be the most pretty pin that you think, you know, aligns with your branding. Your What your goal on Pinterest is, is to get people to stop their scroll and click on your pins. And to do that, you have to have pins that pop out. You have to stop the scroll basically. So um, just do the, do the best that you can with your pins, but you want to just create pins around your content. So you want to create product pins. So th- those are using your images from Shopify images from your website, images from your Instagram, like customer images that they've tagged you in. Those are great pins. And all you do is you can either link your website or you link that to your product pin and that's it. Super simple. Um, if you create any content, so blog content, freebies, Instagram content, repurpose that, create a pin. Um, you do not, there's no limit of how many pins you can create for one piece of content. You can have one blog post and create 500 pins for it. There's no limit. That's a power behind Pinterest. So um, be creative with your pins. Um, I'm going to link a guide that I have in here. It's basically Pinterest guide for beginners. It's pretty epic. I want to say it is 10 or 15 pages. I, when I give free freebies and free content, I do not mess around. I give you a lot of information for free. So click uh, in the show notes, though, there will be a link with my Pinterest beginners guide. Download it. It will give you a lot of information to get you started with Pinterest. I also have a Pinterest course. It's for Pinterest for beginners and it's really affordable. It's $97 and I always have flash sales where I cut the price in half because I want you to be able to get started with these things. So it is, I will link my course below, but it's great for people that don't know how to use Pinterest, but want like the full guide on how to use it. It's a four module course. You can literally Netflix and binge watch it in one day, one afternoon, It gives you a ton of information and everything that you need to know on how to use Pinterest to make sales for your business. So again, I'm going to link that below, but I'll also link my um, Pinterest beginner's guide because that gives you a lot of great information for free. Okay. So now you know how to do your keyword research. You know um, where to get the keywords. You know how to optimize your profile. You know briefly how to create your boards and then pins. So the next part is you, your content strategy. And again, I'm going to go through this pretty quickly. You want to create content for your ideal customer. So you always want to be creating new things. Blog, blog is the easiest. Shopify has a blog. Start there. Just create different blogs that your ideal customer wants to know more information on that relates to your business. So for the dog toy company that I do work for, for example, 
We have different blogs on different dog breeds, health issues with dogs, um, holiday gift guides for dogs, things like that. So they're fun content, but they enable us to drive a ton of traffic back to their website because of the blog being on Pinterest. So, and that's something that our ideal customer wants to know more information on. So things like that. Um, Instagram, if you do Instagram videos, if you do Instagram reels, literally repurpose all that stuff, save it to your phone, upload it to Pinterest. It takes you three seconds. You don't have to rethink anything. You literally repurpose everything. Okay. And then the next and last stage is strategy and automate. So again, I'm not going to talk about strategy too much. I just want you to understand that Pinterest is a search engine and you have to create new content. So with Pinterest, you have to be consistent. You have to constantly have pins going out into your feed. So like I said, I use Tailwind. It is an absolute lifesaver. I could never have a successful account without Tailwind. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Tailwind is amazing. It's a it's a Pinterest scheduler app. So basically you add Tailwind. You can use it on your desktop. You create all your pinned graphics. You plop them into Tailwind and you can schedule them out as far out as you want to. So this enables you to really get a handle on your on your Pinterest strategy. You can create content and then you can batch it and then you can um, add it to Tailwind and batch it out and schedule it out. And then you can also, it's easy for you to add other people's pins on there through Tailwind Tribes. Again, I'm not gonna give too much information on Tailwind, but it is an absolute lifesaver. And I do have a link below that will get you a first month of Tailwind plus $15 added to your account. And I'm gonna add that below. Um, Tailwind is just, like I said, a lifesaver and I am obsessed with them. They also have a mate. If you follow them on, uh, if you subscribe to any of their emails, they send you amazing tutorials all the time. They have amazing free content. So I highly recommend Tailwind. So that is the gist of this. I, I hope this is really helpful. It's a lot of information I know. And like I said, I'm going to be doing a lot more episodes on Pinterest just because I am such a believer in its power. And I've seen what it did for my subscription box business, what it does for my clients, what it does for my own business. And I really want you to take the time and make, make Pinterest a priority. Um, it will help your business so much. You just have to get started. So, all right, guys, um, like I said, there are a few links in the show notes with my beginner's guide to Pinterest, my Pinterest course, and then a link to Tailwind to get you started. If you have any questions, send me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram is also in the show notes. And as usual, thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please leave a review and tell me what you liked the most about it. I love to hear what pieces that you find the most helpful. It will help me create more content for you and more trainings on here. So please leave me a review. I really appreciate it. And I will do a little happy dance when I see them. And tell me what you liked about this episode or any other episode that you've listened to, what you liked, what you liked the most, what you found the most helpful for you and your business. All right. Thanks guys. I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple podcast and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.